Welcome back to a woman's roadmap. How's it going you guys? It's Brooklyn and I'm currently getting ready for work. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a get ready with me process. As you can hear, I'm putting on my moisturizer because I have deadly dry skin. So today's episode, I'm going to focus on my college experience and answer some of the questions that I had submitted over Instagram and kind of get into that a little bit too because some of them were pretty funny. But I've been crazy fucking busy, you guys. I don't know if it's just my anxiety and I get overwhelmed pretty easily when it comes to life. And so little things seem like big things to me. So I have been feeling kind of overwhelmed. And so I didn't post on Saturday the episode, what you're listening to now, um, because I didn't get a chance to record. And so this is what it was supposed to be about. But anyways, let's get into it. So college, you guys, technically, I am a junior with all of my credits. I did post-secondary enrollment in high school. So that means I went to college while I was still going to high school. Best decision of my fucking life. Honestly, I had a hard time socializing after my sophomore year and after COVID happened. So I was really excited to jump into the college life and get that experience early when it comes to the education part. Um, I definitely think it benefited me in the long run because I walked into a big university kind of knowing the ins and out of how college worked and I was a sophomore at the time. So I <laughs> finish with high school and immediately I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know what I want to do. First, I wanted to do interior design and interior decorating, which has always been a passion of mine. And I thought, wow, that's going to be my calling. I'm going to do this for sure. That didn't happen. Um, I wanted to do communications and also did not happen. Fuck communications, honestly. That was so annoying. All of my lectures that I had while I was going to the tech college for my credits, oh my god, they were so boring, you guys. I, I pride you if you're in comms right now for your major because, holy shit, snooze fest. Anyways, so I go to KU, the University of Kansas. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna try and stay positive because... In all reality, I was so fucking excited to go, you guys. It was the first school I visited, um, and I didn't really look at any other schools. I was accepted into ASU um, for business, and I guess you could say I didn't really want to go too far away from my family. I mean, that drive would have been, what, 18 hours? It just wouldn't be the best fit for me. So I ended up choosing KU. 
my first visit was in October 2022 and I visited two well one girl that I really knew that was already down there it was her freshman year and one of her roommates or friends I forget if they lived with each other but it was such a fun experience. I went down for Halloween weekend and I did the visit on an afternoon. But the night before, I was taken out by these girls to go to frat parties, go to the bars, and it was so fun. And I was like, holy shit, I want to go to KU. If this is the vibe, I mean, I want to be here. Um, Was I fucking wrong? <laughs> so I decided that I'm going to submit my application to KU. I got in and all of my credits basically transferred from where I was already at. And so I was walking in as a sophomore with all my credits. So basically taking 200 courses and I was super excited. I declared my major to be sport management. Um, my family has literally always been involved in some sort of sport activity whatever you want to call it. My sister went to Wisconsin and played D1 softball. So, I mean, I've been surrounded by sport my entire life. And, I mean, management, I'm good at what I fucking do, you guys. I, at heart, I am a manager. I'm, like, a fucking mom, basically. Sorry, I'm still getting ready. I'm rushing. Declared sport management as my major, and I was super excited. And I get to KU. Throughout the summer, I had found my roommates. Um, we'll talk about it later. I gotta get in depth, but let's just say, honestly, I would rather room with randos than set up roommates because they can be so deceiving. Anyways, so I found my roommates. I was going to live in a suite with three other girls, and I wanted to rush for a sorority. What the fuck, you guys? <laughs> if anybody knows me, it just doesn't seem like me to be in a sorority, and I should have known and trusted my gut when it came to that. But I wanted to try it out. I thought, I'm going to a school that's eight hours away from my hometown. I don't know. I basically don't know anybody there. So I thought it'd be nice to meet people. And that was what I wanted to do at that stage in my life was meet new people and find comfort in relationships out there because I didn't have my best friends or my family near me. So I move in, sorry, my foundation squeaks. <laughs> I move in a week early into my dorm. It was called Downs and it was such a nice dorm. I love the facility. I wish I could have stayed longer. Um, I was super excited because Rush was starting and that means I get to put on those cute ass outfits that you see on Bama, Rush, TikTok, whatever. I was so into like the SEC type of dress code, whatever you call it. So I bought these beautiful outfits to wear for Rush Week and I was so excited, you guys. 
I made TikToks, whatever, fucking annoying shit like that. It was such a bad week. So the process of rush, I'm sure everybody sort of knows what it is, but I mean, you're being judged on every single thing you say by multiple different people and they go into a room and discuss if you would be a good fit for their sorority, which I mean... It's hard. I think it's very difficult and I don't think I'd want to be that person to make that judgment if a girl seemed cool enough or pretty enough or sociable enough. I mean, everybody has their own comfort levels and the fact that people are going out and even trying this process and continuing the sorority recruitment fad, um, props to everybody who did it because it was so nerve-wracking I totally lied to every single sorority. I was like, I feel so comfortable here, whatever. Bullshit in the entire thing while I'm having like a nervous breakdown because these girls are asking such stupid questions. I mean, I don't even remember a single thing that they asked me because they were so irrelevant to my life. I mean, they asked me what my major was, which they already knew. The whole process is creepy to me because they study you. Weeks before, months before, when you put in an application to go through sorority recruitment, they study your social medias, they study what other people have heard about you that they know, um, it basically CIA agents, which, cool, whatever, go off, queens, but I think it's really invasive to judge somebody off of their social medias immediately immediately. I mean, they knew nothing about me, um, except for surface level things that I put out, which is fine. I put out certain pictures or certain commentary that people may perceive me a certain way. Hope that these people would view me as an independent woman and a very nice, beautiful, inside and out human being. And I don't think I was perceived that way. Um, <laughs> so I go through recruitment week. And it was a shit, like a shit show. Um, a shit storm, a shit show. The worst thing I've ever done. Other than a few other things. I go into all of the houses. I think there were like 10 maybe, 10 or 12 I don't know. I don't remember. I kind of blocked everything out. It was very traumatic. Um, <laughs> so you go into each house on day one and you're wearing, I think it was just a casual outfit. It was like a game day fit, what you would wear for game days at KU. And I go in, I'm very nice and pleasant. All of these girls already know everything about you. They knew my major, my declared major. They knew what I was here for. They knew if I had any family members in the past who were sorority members of their sorority. And mind you, I only had one extended family member that was a part of one of the sororities. So that was kind of weird, but they ask you all of these questions that are surface level, but I mean, they seem very judgmental. They ask you about your family. Um, I, and they're putting on this fake smile and it's just like, 
I'd honestly, at that moment, the first house I stepped into, I was so negative. I felt it like emitting off of me. I had a smile on my face, but I instantly knew by like what they were asking, I definitely didn't want to be there. So second round comes, you get selected to go back to certain sororities that liked you and you liked them. Every night you would have to meet up for like an hour with your sorority recruitment, um, basically like guide. And she would sit down with us and you would pref the sororities that you wanted to go back to and speak to again. So I had prepped whatever it was like you had to pref eight. Next day, same thing happens. I'm just not loving the experience. I wasn't I didn't like anybody to be quite honest I don't even know why I went through the process because it's kind of hard for me to judge somebody um only off of like questions like what's your major like I, I I can judge somebody very well don't get me wrong but I didn't want to make assumptions and I didn't really want to be mean um, and everybody said, give these sororities a chance, even, even though you might want to be in one, this specific one, give other ones a chance and that will be your home. They said every fucking day, we want you to find your home. We want you to be comfortable. Bullshit, honey. I, <laughs> it makes me laugh thinking about it now. But anyways, I get dropped from all the sororities that I liked. I thought our conversations had gone pretty well, um, considering that I really didn't know how to fucking answer. Nobody can prepare you for this shit. Um, I will say it is, it is a good experience to go through to know how to answer questions that are almost awkward in life. Now I feel like I can continue a conversation, even though I felt uncomfortable with the question being asked, and I can switch topics or whatever just continue a conversation so I do I, I do appreciate doing it for that aspect um but I was dropped by all the sororities that I thought I wanted to be in and I was like okay fuck this shit I felt so disappointed I felt really down about myself because it's a process of them judging you I mean I, I just didn't know what to do so after Everybody gets to bid day. I'm sitting in my dorm room. I had a girl that lived down the hall with me and she got dropped too. And she was having a rough time. I was having a rough time. We bonded over it. And we were like, fuck sororities. We don't need to be in any whatever. This process fucking sucks. About a week later, <laughs> I get a DM from a random girl from a sorority. And I don't know how much I can say because of, like, sororities and their evil shit. I don't know. I don't want to be, like, legally entrapped by any of my words. So I'm going to say that I joined a sorority. A week after bid day happened, they offered me a snap bid. And a snap bid is basically they didn't have enough girls in their class that they chose and so they reach out to girls and basically plead with them to join the sorority that they dropped or drop them. And I was like, you know, this might be fun. I literally sat on the phone with my dad for hours contemplating if I should join the sorority or not. I was like, you know, it honestly, like these girls seem really nice. The ones that I did talk to. 
and I was kind of excited. I was like, you know, I'm feeling really homesick. I'm feeling really down. Maybe this will make me feel better to have built-in friends. Yeah, that built-in friendship shit is unreal. So I talked to my dad. I felt comfortable just like asking him what I should do. And I mean, I had to put down $800 for dues and fees. I wasn't even going to live in the sorority house. You couldn't as a freshman. What the fuck am I paying $800 for? And this was out of pocket. This was my own money that I had saved for college. I mean, honestly, looking back, I should have spent that money on the bars instead of this fucking sorority. But whatever, I don't want to sound weird. But I put down $800 to join the sorority and I knew a girl who had reached out to me and she was going to be like my big and show me around. Basically, she shows me around. I go to the bars those coming weeks. I think I was in the sorority for almost a month. One day, I get called to standards. I received an email and it had said that I need to wait after our big group meeting in the basement and wait to be called down to speak with the board, basically, of our sorority. I had no idea what it was about. Um, I emailed back and I was like, what is this in regards to? Because all I was hearing from people that I had told that I got called to standards was that it was bad. And getting called to standards isn't a good thing. And mind you, in the email, they tell you not to discuss any of it. Any reason as to why you're being called to standards, that you are being called to standards. They don't want anybody to know. Suspicious, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. So I get called down and I waited about an hour in our group sorority meeting listening to the president and other members talk about the fun weeks ahead and how good it is to be with everybody and how excited they were so I get done I wait about 30 minutes after I'm sitting in the hallway with two other girls that got called to standards we're all questioning why we were called and I'm like I literally have no fucking idea um I get called down after the first girl. I see the first girl come down bawling and said to me, I'm out of blank. And I was like, what? Why? And then the girl comes and grabs me. I couldn't even speak to the girl who got kicked out. So you guys, I go downstairs in this busted crusted room. Mind you, this is like a 1960s flat home. It was the weirdest sorority house. It didn't look like every other um, sorority house that I've ever seen. So I walk down and it is about 10. I know it had to have been like 15 girls. Picture this sitting in a half circle all on fold up chairs and there's one chair in the middle. I walk in, I do like a slight awkward wave because this is intimidating. You guys, I've never felt this way in a space with all women. 
and I sit down. This honestly isn't funny. This is really, it's an awful story and it's a really bad experience that I went through. I'm not going to like it, let it dictate my life, but it was terrible. So I sit down in the middle and I'm like, hi guys. And they didn't say anything. And the president of the sorority is sitting in front of me and I'm staring directly at her and I can see everybody else's faces in the corner of my eye. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? I'm super nervous. Finally, the president speaks and she's like, uh, Brooklyn, do you know why you're here today? And I was like, uh, no. She told me that I was too provocative and sexual on my social media. Yeah. So let's go back to the part where the process for girls being picked is sorority members and presidents and all of these people looking into your social media platforms and basically stalking you. I've had the same pictures, the same type of stuff on my Instagram, Visco, whatever, for months. So they knew what they were walking into. So when they said that my social media was too provocative or sexual, I was stunned. I basically sat there. I'm starting to tear up because who the fuck says that after recruiting you and making you pay money and saying that you're too sexualized? Are you fucking kidding me? As women, you should empower other women and not diminish their beauty and their self-confidence because they feel like posting a bikini picture. I'm sorry, but fuck you bitches. If they're listening, honestly, I've never met worse people in my life other than my fucking roommates. But anyways, so they tell me that and I immediately start tearing up. I'm like, what do you mean by that? And they basically said that they couldn't get into details and that other girls were complaining and they didn't like me. You don't like me. You don't want me to be in your sorority because I feel confident enough to post on social media. You fucking pigs. You live off of that shit. You get jealous. And that's what it was. I think it was honestly jealousy of how confident I was and how secure I was prior to being in that sorority. And I've never felt so bad about myself. I thought, if this is how people are perceiving me, from what they made it sound like, I look like a fucking whore. I mean, call me a slut. I'm gonna laugh, and I'm gonna take it as a compliment. But honestly, sitting in front of, like, 13 girls telling you that you're too sexualized is a really bad fucking feeling, you guys. And I hope no one ever has to experience that, and I don't know if anybody else has. I'm sure it's happened in sororities, but I basically took off my pin, handed it to a girl, and I said some things in that moment and then afterwards that honestly I'm not very proud of, but at the same time, I'm going to speak my truth, and if you're going to make me feel so diminished and 
disgusting about myself, I'm going to make you feel disgusting. You are a terrible person. I, I spoke my truth, honey, and I have no shame. Um, I just don't need to say exactly what was said. Um, but I bawled my eyes out. I called the girl that I went on my tour with and she took me around. I called her because she was at a sorority right next door and I was like, can I get a ride? I don't have a car. I want to go back home. Like having a meltdown basically because I was kicked out of a fucking sorority for being too sexualized. That happens and after that, I was kind of on a fuck everybody spree and I don't give a shit. I made some friends that, oh my god, looking back, I should have never given some of these people opportunities to know me or be near me with how nasty they were, but I met a, a few good people out there. So for months, I mean from the beginning of October till January, I was out every single night from Wednesday through Sunday. I mean, I was spending not that much, honestly. I was getting drinks paid for every single night, <laughs> and guys and bartenders there would buy me drinks, which I still stand those kings. Um, the Hawk workers, we love you, but it was bad. My mental health because of what happened with my sorority and then also being away from my family. I was super depressed and anxious about what I was doing. But shit, a girl can hold it together. I kept literally a 3.8 GPA while heavily drinking and while heavily not giving a shit about myself, I just knew that if I had one thing going for me, it was my education. Even if I didn't feel as confident as I was feeling before I came to KU, in my education, I just had a feeling that I would succeed. So I focus on my schoolwork when I can. I'm also working my remote job for my dad while doing that. And I have a picture of me sitting in my dorm and <laughs> I had my computer for school and then my work laptop open and I'm multitasking. It was just an everyday thing and mind you, I only had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays for majority of the semester. I slept through my Monday class. It was my psych class and I slept through it pretty much every single time. It was my 8 a.m., and I was like, okay, I'm severely hungover still. I'm not walking because fuck the bus system at Kansas. It was terrible. But anyways, let's get into the roommates. You guys, I had probably one of the worst roommate experiences known to man. I'm sure it wasn't the worst, but it was really bad. So, like I said before, I reached out on Facebook groups and Instagram groups that were created for KU people to find roommates, right? So, I connected with three girls, and let's just say it was such a bad decision to judge people based on what they're telling you over social media. Um, 
they were all terrible. Honestly, one of them was a dumb fucking bimbo who put on a front that she was like this feminist, um, strong girly, which she was fucking psychotic. Anyways, the other one, fucking tall ass, scary bitch, entitled to everything in her life, didn't know how to take out a fucking garbage. And the other one, my actual roommate, she was sweet and then non-confrontational for a while. And then she started just disrespecting me, the other roommates, like just everything about her was very sketchy and her parents were loaded. She has never really cooked a meal once in her life. Her dad would cook her meals every single day and she lived like 30 minutes away from college. So she'd go back almost every single night to go home, do her laundry. Her mom would do her laundry and have her dad cook meals for her and bring them back. I mean, fine, whatever. Use your resources, but bitch didn't know how to do laundry at all. Like literally did not know how to do laundry, which was kind of embarrassing coming from somebody that actually had to do shit in their lives. Don't get me wrong, I'm very privileged and I'm very appreciative of my parents and what they've done for me, but they taught me common sense. Like closing the bathroom door while you take a shit or take a piss. That, no boundaries set with her. She would leave the door open while she pissed every single time. So the first week of school starts, my roommate on my side, we had a split room. It had like a half wall and an entryway and we shared a bathroom. So we didn't have any doors to like block each other out. So you could hear everything she said. She could hear everything I said. It was very loud. Um, first week, first night, right before classes start, she brings this crusty, rat, skinny, actual Guido back to our dorm. And they were hammered. And he smelled like shit, you guys. I don't think this man wiped his asshole or spread his cheeks in the shower. I wake up and he is still there. I can hear them doing some stuff on that side. And I'm like, fuck this bitch. I have a fucking 8 a.m. And it's 3 in the morning and I can hear this shit. I'm heated, you guys. I pay for this space. And to be quite honest, I don't want to hear some fucking creep hit the girl from behind. No, thank you. So anyways, morning comes and I start blaring on my speaker some songs to get him to leave. Him and I end up getting into like this screaming match. And I'm basically telling him, I'm like, you're a pussy fucking bitch. Like literally get the fuck out of here. I don't know what you think you're doing here. Um, I was like, if you need some puss, go buy something off of the deep web because I'm not having you in my fucking dorm. So he ends up leaving. I'm like screaming out the window at him from the, like from my window to the parking lot. And I'm like, you're such a fucking pussy. Like literally get out of here. Go take a shower. You have stank crotch. Like this man smelt so bad. So I had to talk to my roommate and I was like, dude, this cannot happen again. Basically this set off like a fucking blare of disrespect and neglect for other people's space and security 
she kind of got the memo and then she would still bring guys over and it was just annoying because honestly I listen you guys it may just sound like I don't know I, I don't know what the word would be maybe prude um or prissy but I enjoy my sleep um I would go to bed pretty much every night. I'd be laying in bed by like 10 o'clock. I had early mornings. I had a lot of shit to do. And I cared about my education. That's why I came there. And a drink, but whatever. I cared about my education. And I just wanted some fucking quality sleep. My goddamn roommates would sit in the fucking living room. Bang! Like, just obnoxiously. They had no sense of volume at all I mean this one fucking roommate who was psychotic would laugh like a fucking horse it was the most annoying shit ever um the other one would cook food at like 2 a.m sit out and watch tv or have people over at the butt crack of dawn and she could not be alone. She had to be surrounded by a bunch of people at all times. Clearly something is wrong with this girl. She can't be alone. Maybe it's her, like, intrusive thoughts. I don't know. She was fucking annoying. And all of her friends were fucking annoying. I liked some of them. But they also didn't have any sense of self-respect or respect for others. I mean, the way that they would talk, it's like, Oh my god, I'm exhausted. I can't sleep. I ended up taping cardboard to a vent to drown out the noise, and I'd sleep with two fans on you guys, and these fans are fucking loud, and I could still hear them full volume. I'd politely text, hey, blank, shitface, how about that? Hey, shitface, can you turn the volume down on the TV, or hey, shitface, can you have your friends be a little bit quieter? I'm trying to sleep. I have an 8 a.m. I'd get, okay, continue on. I had so many breakdowns. I nearly had slept in my bathroom so many times because of how loud these girls were. And I actually, I was that bitch. I called my RA on them one night after they were having a wine night on a Tuesday night at 2 a.m. And I'm fucking fed up. They won't shut the fuck up. I don't care to hear about any of your discussions. Neither should anybody else. Honestly, people are so irrelevant and their words are so fucking annoying and just, oh my God, it was the worst night. I call my RA and these bitches were so pissed. They're like, oh my God, I can hear them whispering because they know it's me and I don't care that they knew it was me at the time. And then I realized, you know, I probably shouldn't say it was me just so then they don't want to fucking kill me in my sleep. I don't know. Make things worse for my situation. So months go by. I kind of don't associate with them. I don't really hang out with them much. And my roommate and I on my side, we'd go to like Target, go get coffee together. She would have me drop her off at class. Um, just things occasionally. I mean, we didn't have to be close. Then comes February. It started when my big, big roommate, uh, dumb bitch, used my kitchen towel to wipe grease out of an air fryer. Um, 
for one. Are you that stupid? Use a fucking paper towel or use the sink that has water and dish soap, you know? Um, I don't think this bitch realizes that grease stains, but I mean, ugh, I don't know. I think she just did it to piss me off, to be quite honest. I come back from being out of friends and my towel is covered in grease and I I went to her while she had friends over. I mean, I didn't want to, but I text her and I go, hey, next time, can you not use my towel? It's completely ruined. I mean, it's just like common sense. I didn't mean it in like a super harsh way, but I did mean it to come across as, hey, don't use my shit and ruin it. Just use your own stuff. She didn't respond. And then she responded a few minutes later saying, you don't have to come off so passive aggressive. And I was like, okay. I opened the door and I go, listen, dumb bitch, her name. Um, I'm not coming off as passive aggressive. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't use a towel to clean grease. And I don't want you using my stuff. I just want to be clear about that. I'm not trying to be a cunt, but just use a paper towel next time. She's like, okay, whatever. You're just being a bitch. And I'm like, no, I'm not being a bitch. I have my own property and my stuff that you should respect and not use if you're going to fucking smother that shit in fucking fat ass grease. This turned into a war against me, you guys. I went to my other roommate on my side and I basically told her what happened. I was like, dude, it's just annoying at her laziness and her perspective on life. I mean, you can't just go around using people's stuff and not respecting other people's property and expect nothing to be said. This fucking dumb bitch told the other one I was talking shit about her, saying how lazy she was, and I decided I can't be in this space because these girls are fucking annoying. So I go to one of my good friends and she lives in a senior house, and I stayed there for the weekend. I come back, you guys, all of my shit is moved. There are sticky notes left on the microwave, like all the shit that was in our shared space that we were all using, and this fucking idiot left sticky notes saying, this belongs to blank, and only blank and blank can use it, leaving me out they moved my futon that I bought, which none of them ever paid me for. Yeah, so I'm still waiting on my money for that. That'll come soon, I'm sure. Um, they <laughs> moved my futon, my fucking couch, into the kitchen area so I can't sit on the futon on one of their rugs. Their fucking rugs. Um, just petty behavior that is so immature, and I couldn't put up with it. It was driving me nuts. I'm like, how... How do people go about their lives doing this type of shit and thinking that they're funny or smart for doing it and making people feel bad for speaking factually? I mean, it was just such a small thing that blew up and ultimately they harassed the fuck out of me. I mean, moving my property is one thing, but then came her that bitch inviting a bunch of girls over to totally cuss me out saying how 
big of a user I was and I only used my other roommate for her car and that I'm a whore, I'm a slut, I have no friends here because I'm a whore and it was just such hurtful shit that was being spoken about me in front of other people that I didn't know so obviously I could give two shits what people think but in the moment you hear that and you know that other people are only thinking of you in a negative way without knowing you it was just a shitty feeling so ultimately I called my mom I had a breakdown I was like I can't be here anymore I'm sick of these people I I don't want to pay for this space if I'm not going to be able to sleep, eat, walk around freely. Like, I felt trapped. And so I stayed at my other friend's house for the weekend. And right after that, I moved out. I got my tuition refunded. And I went home. I said, I'm, I'm done with college. If this is how people are going to treat you, and if I can't, get the education that I deserve because of others, I'm just not going to do it at all. I did think about doing online school, um, which I had done for two years. I mean, it wasn't new, but it's just the fact of the matter that I didn't want to pay for something if I wasn't going to be in person. Um, so I've been better now, but that experience for me ruined my outlook on sororities, college in general, and honestly, other women. I'm such a feminist, and I love being able to speak freely right now about my experiences. But fuck people like that. Those types of people that ruin college for you have nothing going for them. Honestly, I have never felt so bad about myself until I went to college and experienced what real life is, I guess. I have never experienced people like that in my entire life, and that's why I'm still in shock from what had happened. And there's a lot more details that I could get into, but this would be a three-hour discussion. And I have a psychiatrist. I've talked to her about it, but ultimately... Take care of your mental health. Um, don't let people invade your space or invade your personal life. I gave up. And I'm not a quitter. I've never been a quitter. And, okay, well, that's not true. I've quit, like, all the sports that I've ever been in <laughs> because I get bored or I hate it. Um, I'm not a quitter when it comes to sticking up for myself. And in that moment... I still look back and I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed that I didn't stick up for my property, my life, my mental health. And the only thing that I could have done was leave KU. Um, and I'm glad I did, but I wish it would have worked out because I did really enjoy my education there. Um, I think if the situation would have been completely different and I would have had different roommates or lived by myself or never joined a sorority or never gone through recruitment I think that process would have been easier for me I still am upset that I was stripped of my education for months and I'm now sitting here re-enrolling and uh, I'm going to a different college which now I'm nervous and I'm scared that people aren't gonna like me 
So I feel like I'm going to do a bonus episode on Saturday. I feel like I've talked a lot and I don't want to make it too long where people can't enjoy the episode. Um, I don't want to do an hour episode, but why don't I do this on Saturday? I'm going to release a probably 15, 20 minute special episode of questions that I'm going to answer that I put up on my Instagram. And then I think I'm going to ask um, as a poll what funny stories people have or what experiences they've gone through in college or men or whatever. So let me know and thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you on Saturday.